At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live. That's right. Live on Christmas Eve, coast to coast, six o'clock Eastern, three o'clock here in Vegas, an action packed hour for you. The bosses of Fox, they said, RJ, you want to work Christmas Eve? I said, is there an NFL game we can bet that night? They said, yep. I said, we're working in studio. The pros who know Brad Powers, all the college knowledge, Steve Fezzik. NFL expert. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. You can't have pros without Joes. He is 
Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ, on a Christmas Eve edition of Straight Out of Vegas. And as always, we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We start in the NFL and we go strictly to New Orleans, where the Saints top the Steelers 31 28 on Sunday, damaging the Steelers' playoff hopes. Now, Pittsburgh. Needs a win next weekend against the Bengals, and they need the Ravens to lose to the Cleveland Browns in order to make the playoffs. So, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on your Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, Fez, let's start with you. I, I am a fan of the Steelers. I am very good at separating my feelings about the Steelers as a fan and as a batter. So, let's do it as a batter first, and then uh, I'll spend a minute as a fan. Sure. As a better, the Pittsburgh Steelers have just, in my opinion, been cursed with some very bad luck this year. You look at their last five games and most, and what just happened here in the dome against New Orleans, they outplayed New Orleans for the majority of this game. I would argue. First of all, what does that even mean? They outplayed them for the majority of the game. <laughs> they outplayed Did them. Did they outplay them for the, for the sum of the game? For the entire game, they outplayed them. They right. should have won this game. Uh-huh. The ball just didn't bounce right for the Steelers. You know, there's a great line. It's, it's a subtle line on the Sopranos. I mean, I am a huge Sopranos fan. You can't get bigger. And yeah, I get it. People love the, a lot of people love the mob. And those, it's always fun. You know, even an average mob show is okay by me. Sopranos is the best. So at one point, there was some, uh, some guy in the New York family, and he crashed his car, and he was trying to get Tony to pay for it. And Tony goes, what about the insurance? He goes, oh, he let it lapse, looking for a better rate. <laughs> and, Tony, and Tony said, of course. And <laughs> of course he did. Of course the ball bounces wrong for the Steelers, poorly, unluckily, because they seemingly are the least prepared team in the NFL. When it comes, you know, Colin says, that team's buttoned up, and that team's not buttoned up. Where do you put the Steelers? I mean, are, would you agree with me the Steelers are a bottom five team when it comes to being the decimal points, the, the little things? I would have agreed with that going into this year. I actually think they were, in many ways, they were what? more buttoned up. They had fewer penalties than they've had in first the First of all, let's be clear. Like the first five games of the year, they were on pace for the most penalties in the history of the NFL. Yes. So that's fewer. Well, they corrected that, largely corrected that problem. <laughs> yeah, but you add it up. They're not that far. Fair, by, I fair, mean, en- fair enough. So go ahead. Continue with your evidence. Uh, we'll put in quotes. Well, they were 7-2-1. and one. No, no, I don't want to hear their record. I, I don't think I've seen a single. Let me ask you a question. If all you did was say, I'm going to stack rank the Steelers 1-32 to 32 by talent. So the Steelers... Lost the Super Bowl against Green Bay in uh, 2010. I can't remember if that was this. I think it was the season. It was 11 for the Super Bowl itself. Okay. Since then, if you would stack rank the Steelers 1-32 to before the season started with talent, just how good is this team, the Steelers? And then the next stack rank was by record at the end of the year. So another way to ask this is how many years have the Steelers won more games than their talent said they would have? And how many times have they won less? They consistently win less. Have they even once won more? No. So wait a minute. We have a team that never wins more than their talent. So what else is there to winning over the long run? In the short run, there's luck. 
in the long run, what else is there to winning other than talent? Making the right decisions in coaching, X's and O's adjustments. Okay, but now we're questioning that the Steelers, who every year fall short, in some way, they don't fall short when it comes to being buttoned up, when it comes to the details, the small stuff, not celebrating before you get the first down. Fair enough. That's still a big problem. And so, and a game on the line. What did you, I mean, you're the metagame master. I mean, truly, you, uh, if these, if the NFL teams were able to hire people, I'm not sure what the restrictions are. You should be, Steve Fezzik should be near the top of the list. He understands he's betting in games and making a living. He's making a living because he's so able to assess these in-game situations. I am Elma J. Fudd, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. And a lot of that's from in-game betting, Fez's mansion and yacht. What did you think of the for, the going for it? Against uh, on that fake punt. Oh, I loved it. Really? Love fake punts. Just all, oh, just trying, you, if I, you can be asleep and we go, we think I fake, fake, fake punts good. <laughs> yes, yeah. because more often than not, the fake punts work. And we see that with the Rams and McVay. More that, often than not, the fake punts work. So, in, so that's in every situation, they're good. I'm is, saying in this specific situation, didn't amongst, amongst the spectrum of times that you like fake punts, where would this one sit? I thought it was a really good time to run a fake punt. I did. Wow. What's the rationale? It's it, it's totally unexpected. The team. So then they, they still can't execute it. Well, the execution. That's we can talk about. But you the don't execution. think you don't think Tomlin knows how well his team executes or doesn't? Well, he should. Okay, so thus, it's one of those things. If you even like, what chance do you have to make that to make it work? To make it worth it. I mean, probably, you're on your own 40. I think probably about 40%. Because even if you remember, you're going up against Drew Brees. It's the end of the game. He's just going to probably march down and get back to that field position when you punt. They, well, they, by the way, listen, if you believe that no matter what the other team is going to score, you probably, it's hard to imagine that you're even at that point any, or cl- you have the lead at that point anyway. Well, I think that a team's going to score about half the time, at least late in the game. A touchdown? The def- they you, need a touchdown when your defense here. Is t- when your defense is tired with a total of 53, how often do we see it, Brad? When a team's down four and they get the ball on their own 20, they score half the time with four downs. RJ Bell straight out of Vegas talking with Steve Fezzik. All right, so I'm not even sure what we're talking about here. Like, what like, What are we, are you, somehow you're, like, you've got us off on some tangent that somehow Tomlin's a good coach, well, right? No, I not mean, like, at like, what are you trying to say? The Steelers should have won this game. I think the Steelers did win this game. Frankly, at the end of the what game, do you mean, RJ. you think the Steelers did win this game? They stopped game? the Saints on fourth down on a play. I don't think should have been a penalty, and the Saints got the flag. And so you can say maybe the, the Steelers' reputation preceded them, that the flag got called. I don't see that flag typically getting called against the Steelers, and the game's over if there's no flag on that fourth down play. Listen, I've known a lot of people, and there's certain people that insurance lapses, and there's certain people their insurance never lapses. There's certain people forget their keys, and there's other people that don't. There's certain people that forget their ID at the airport, and other people don't. There's certain people that miss planes, and other people don't. It's not random. All right. There literally, I know people that if they make the plane, that would be the upset. And I know people I would lay 30 to win a dollar. They would never miss a plane. All right. Bill Belichick. I mean, what would imagine? Is there any team, what team in the league, if you could uh, back in April before even, you know, start a mini camp or whatever, if you could have swapped out Belichick for any coach in the league, what team would have improved the most? 
Pittsburgh has to be in the conversation. Who else would even be in it? Cleveland. Cleveland? Well, Pittsburgh's got a ton more talent than Cleveland right now, right? Sure. Okay, so, and they pretty much have the same record at this point, right? Not much different. <laughs> Not much different. <laughs> okay, so, and they had Hugh Jackson for half the year. Right. And Cleveland has a better record since Hugh Jackson's left. I mean, how bad, at what point is this, I mean, are you just being contrarian? Everyone's anti-Tomlin, so now you're going to act like Tomlin's good. Like, how in the F can this team lose game after game after game without there being some culpability? Well, I think that this was the Saints game was more randomness than them not being buttoned up. But to your point, there were two fumbles, obviously two costly fumbles in the fourth quarter by the Steelers. Just like Mendenhall uh, coincidentally fumbled against Green Bay in that Super Bowl. And when New England, a guy fumbles, he doesn't play for two games. So that goes back to your point that the, the being buttoned up and risking the turnovers, that certainly was a big part of why the Steelers did lose that game. I mean, when you ask Tomlin why he went for the fake punt and his response is, oh, I just wanted to remain aggressive. I mean, it's like, I mean, maybe he's some mastermind that no one can comprehend, but you think you'd explain a little bit about, you know, and he wants to hold back his deep, deep logic of why he's doing stuff. I don't, how often do you hear the post-game press conference and think, oh, wow, that, you know, I didn't see it in the game, but boy, that was a thoughtful decision he made. Very rarely. And pursuant to that, like when they lost to Oakland and he didn't use his timeouts at the end of the game here, he corrected that problem. He did use his timeouts in the same situation. So he did learn from a mistake earlier. In the or game. it was random. Could have been random. One day right. it rains. One day it's the sun's out. He got right? it right this game. Listen, here, here's what I, I big Ben's going to be gone. Right. I mean, I really would make the case and you could say that the saints, when they were seven and nine, you could make the case that uh, and they had a couple years they were 7-9 and nine, not that long ago. They had a historically bad defense. Now, who gets blamed for that? Probably not Sean Payton. But let's say that's situation with the Saints is in this category. Otherwise, you think about the truly Hall of Fame quarterbacks, the, the unquestionable Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Tom Brady in 10th straight year in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers. In the playoffs, far more than not. Now, obviously, the last two years, a whole different story. And a lot of people would say McCarthy is about as bad as you can get. Drew Brees in the playoffs a ton. Peyton Manning in the playoffs almost every year. You know, especially during, well, every year, really, ultimately, even with Denver, right? Obviously. And then who else? We want to go down to... Seattle, seven out of nine. Seattle. I mean... Tell me a team with, now you add in and you look at some of these other teams when they're not winning, they have not, like, look at Green Bay's. Like, if you take away Aaron Rodgers, you take away Big Ben and have the Steelers with a replacement-level quarterback and Green Bay this year with a replacement-level quarterback, Steelers are favored by, what, eight on a neutral? Yes. (laughs) I mean, the amount of talent the Steelers have had since 2010 and the lack of success the Steelers have had since 2010 is unequivocally the biggest distance between talent and performance of any team in the NFL. Is that even debatable? Not debatable. And look at the fact when the Steelers are on the road, right? When they're a nine and a half or greater favorite, they win a little over half the time straight up because they're flat so often. What I say to wrap this up is if there's a chance for the Steelers to be flat, they're going to be flat. <laughs> And to me, you can use that Jonas in handicapping 
because in handicapping, if it's not, and that's one of the reasons we actually had the Saints in the Super Contest and lost with that one, our thinking was if the Chargers win, Pittsburgh's motivation would have been pretty modest and they would have probably laid an egg. Even with even with uh, their pretty much their playoff lives to fight for, they still found a way to lose as they tend to when the stakes are highest. When we come back, each of Sunday's games, each and every one, we're going to tell you the most important Vegas takeaway. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We'll compare rates for you so you get a great deal, even if it's not with us, saving you time and money. Now that's Progressive. Call or click today. Merry Christmas, I do I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will have a full recap from every single game in the NFL on Sunday. We bring Vegas, the fun of Vegas, straight to you each weekday, even on Christmas Eve. But not Wednesday, Thursday, or Tuesday. We'll be back on Friday. Right now, though, on the strip, 62 degrees, and the neon is twinkling. Guys, it is time for what we do every single Monday here during the NFL season. It is wisest wise guy wisdom. We will go around the NFL, and we start in Dallas where the Cowboys clinch the NFC East. They beat the Buccaneers 27 to 20. We always talk about shopping for lines the saying is winners bet numbers losers bet teams but right how right now in this game if you had bet yesterday plus seven and a half which tampa was seven and a half point underdogs for a chunk of the week a big chunk of the week you cash you bet seven which it was later in the week with tampa you don't cash oh by the way if you have dallas it's the opposite Three is the most important number in the NFL. Seven is the second most important. A 10th straight AFC East crown for the Patriots. They beat the Bills 24 to 12. So obviously New England was looking very hard to get back to the basics, the fundamentals. They figured they can win this game if they don't muck it up. And they were very basic. 179 yards rushing for the Patriots in the first half. 273 for the game, Fez. And I'm worried about Gronk's health. The last two games, only two catches, 21 yards with Gordon out. Gronk, they need a healthy Gronk to make a playoff run. Now we were, I yeah, I hear you, but I'm, I, I mean, do you think it's the physical side or is it that the Patriots tend not to use Gronk unless they need to use Gronk? I think there's something wrong with him. He looks like he's out there on roller skates, not able to cut. Last thing on this game, talk about how gambling, when you bet underdogs, your interests are always aligned with the team you bet. The Bills were down. The Bills wanted to score at the end. If you bet the Patriots, the Patriots were up. They didn't really care if the Bills scored at the end as long as they didn't score so quickly they had a chance to come back. Well, with a minute eight left, 
Patriots didn't care. Bill scored. And lo and behold, even though Pats dominated the game, if you bet the Bills and the underdog, you covered the spread. The Falcons beat the Panthers in Carolina 24 to 10. 53 times Carolina threw the ball with the backup quarterback. How do you pronounce his name? Heineke. Heineke. I always think <laughs> Heineken. And I'm like, it couldn't be Heineken. That's it's close he- enough. So they obviously felt optimistic. Remember, Carolina's on a long losing streak. They wanted to win that game. They actually felt very optimistic. Now, obviously, he didn't play. Heineke didn't play particularly well. But, boy, Carolina must have had some faith in him to throw the ball 53 times. Yeah, and he did get hurt at the end of the first half. Didn't perform as well as the end of the second half. But bottom line, the Carolina defense let them down. They had so many must-win games. The team just looked gassed on defense. And, by the way, if Panthers lose to the Saints, they will become the first team since we expanded the NFL to 16 games, that's back in 78, to go from 6-2 and two to 6-10. and 10. The first team ever to lose their last eight after starting 6-2. and two. Jaguars beat the Dolphins 17-7. Boy, I tell you, we spend all kind of time, Fez, on Straight Out of Vegas, on our podcast, where we do really deep dives, trying to figure out the motivation of these teams. Jags play an amazing game a few weeks ago and shut out the Colts. Shut out the Colts. Win 6 nothing. Next week, they're, they're humiliated against Tennessee on a Thursday. Then you're thinking, oh, they got to bounce back. They come and let Washington dominate them. But then, somehow, they go to Miami. Miami still has playoff hopes, and they dominate Miami. Boy, oh boy. I mean, all you got to be is right 55% of the time, but sometimes you just got to kind of think, why don't I flip a coin when it comes to are these teams going to play hard? And Jacksonville replaced Kessler. They put in Bortles. Who would think it? They're sick of Kessler now. They are happy Bortles was behind center in the second half. Anyone uh, is better than Kessler. Anyone. I might want Kaiser (laughs) from last year. No, you don't. Perhaps. One last thing in this game. Anyone talking about teams tanking for draft choices? Leave it to bloggers getting paid $15 a post because I'm telling you, Jacksonville losing this game, they were underdogs, would have helped greatly their draft choice, and they went out and played hard. These NFL teams play hard. At least they don't not purposely play hard. Obviously, they're flat in some spots that we sometimes can figure, sometimes we can't, but they certainly aren't tanking for draft choices. The Colts come back and beat the Giants 28-27. I put this out on Twitter, at RJ in Vegas. It was a little bit of a troll, I can't lie. Eli Manning had the best QBR, which is a advanced quarterback rating stat, of the week. So based on that stat, the best quarterback of Week 16, Eli Manning. Next, we go to the shootout in Philadelphia. Nick Foles and the Eagles beat the Texans 32-30. We talk about on Straight Out of Vegas that the scoreboard can be deceiving. And there's a lot of ways it can be deceiving. Oh, there's a bunch of turnovers. Oh, a bunch of missed field goals, etc. Here's a way is just the ebb and flow of the scoring. Sometimes a team will score two or three times late. The Bengals will be talking about in a minute another example. But with five minutes left in this game, the Eagles were leading by 13 points. Now, does that make Houston's other touchdowns not relevant? No, but you could make the case for 55 minutes of a 60-minute game, Philadelphia outplayed clearly Houston, even though with a line of two and a half, 
which it was for a big chunk of the week, Houston still covers. Yeah, and the Eagles were not only up 13, they were at midfield and driving when they fumbled the ball with five minutes to play. This game was over. So you're saying somehow they break one touchdown, they're up 20. Yes. The Vikings beat the Lions 27-9. Boy, this was one. I, I really felt like... The Lions, it was in division. It could have been, they could have played spoiler in division. I'm not saying they didn't play hard, but man, not a good performance. And we've always thought, oh, Lions aren't that good. I, check this out. Lions suffered the franchise's first double-digit losing season since 2012. So just 10 losses, right? Six and ten, let's say, gives you 10 losses. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, they never fell that far. So the worst season clearly for the Lions since 2012 with the first-year head coach. Oh, by the way, Minnesota, Filippo out, OCN last week, ran the ball a ton. This week, 28 passes, 28 runs. So obviously Minnesota continues their commitment to the run under the new OC. It took overtime, but the Packers beat the Jets 44-38. Boy, I tell you, we were two and three, only our second losing week on our Super Contest picks. But I was on an island with this Green Bay pick. Now, we were minus two and a half, so we had a good number. Boy, was that a good handicap. And it's funny, if you can see why a player cares, and they talk about it especially, they probably really, really care. And what we heard was Aaron Rodgers saying, we do not want to go winless on the road. We don't want to be in the history, the Packer history book, winless on the road. And if you watch them when they were, what, down 14, Fez? The way he played there in overtime was like a playoff spot was on the line. Yeah, just a Herculean effort. And we got to question what's going on with the Jets in these fourth quarters. Quarters one through three, year to date, the Jets have been outscored by 21 points. In the fourth quarter in overtime, the Jets collapsed. They've been outscored by 52 points. That's amazing. So in three quarters, outscored by 21. and one quarter, outscored by more than double that. Yes. Now that is a good stat from Steve Fezzik. Baker versus Hugh, part two, and it's the Browns over the Bengals, 26-18. Speaking of rookie quarterbacks, going back one game, Sam Darnold, another step forward, though. Whatever um, ambivalence, I think, and people having mixed feelings, I think since he's come back from the foot injury, it's been very positive for Sam Darnold. Obviously, again, positive for Baker Mayfield. By the way, with five minutes left in this game, Browns led by 26, or led 26-3. to 26 points for the Browns, three for the Bengals. Bengals were between plus eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, even got to 10. So let's say more than nine or more for the most part. Then let's think about it. What did the Browns care about? Eh, Not much. They just didn't want to lose. What did the Bengals care about? So think, if you bet the Browns, your interests and their interests, well, they were on different sides of the field because one side they were up with their feet up, up with their feet up, they're, they're uh, on their lounge chair. Now, if you bet the Bengals, the Bengals are thinking, we want to score, we want to score, we want to score. Well, literally, boom, boom, two scores in those last three minutes. And if you had the Bengals, imagine if you had the Browns, <laughs> minus eight and a half, let's say. It's 26 to three with five minutes left. You go to the bathroom. <laughs> You come out washing your hands, you get a big swig of water, and you look at the score and you lost your bet. And then the Browns get it to the Bengal two-yard line with two minutes to go, and they choose not to score, RJ. Well, how did they, where did it go from there? They just took knees. 
Literally. Wow. Talk about misaligned interest. Bat underdogs. The Rams win and cover over the Cardinals 31 to 9. Impressive win for the Rams. First, you know, they're covered. They haven't been covering many. To me, this is more about Arizona. One game left. Arizona coach, by all reports, going to be gone. We'll see. But this tells you how bad the O-line is for Arizona. Josh Rosen was the leading rusher. It was all on scrambles. It was wasn't like prepared runs and or pre-planned runs. And he had Josh Rosen 12 completions. Imagine losing by 20 plus points for most of the game and having 12 completions. I know I say bet under underdogs. But don't bet all underdogs. I think stay away from Arizona. Fez. Yeah, lame duck coach, lame duck team. The Rams were taking it easy on them. That's why this wasn't even uglier. Bears over the 49ers, 14-9. An easy late in the game. They obviously got that big lead with effort. This is the lesson of lessons. And it was almost like some deity was like, let's really teach people a lesson. So 49ers have been a wise guy favorite for a while. They were four-point home underdogs against Denver exactly 15 days ago. 15 days ago. All right, so think of how good Denver is. Then they hosted Seattle. Seattle's significantly better than Denver. I think we would all agree. San Francisco was four-point home underdog to Seattle. Wow, that means San Francisco got upgraded because they beat Denver. Well, by a lot. Now Seattle loses. San Fran wins. Now Chicago travels in, and it's exactly a four-point underdog against Chicago, who is so much better than Seattle and so much better than Denver, who just 14 days before Sunday, two Sundays back. And, and Fez, you like San Fran, and we looked and go, man, though, there's not value on this. Well, lo and behold, we were directionally right. San Fran played really well. But somehow, some way, Chicago won by exactly five points. So if you didn't, if you didn't perceive that lack of value, because it was only four against Chicago, plus four, while it was plus four against Denver two weeks ago, boy, the uh, universe taught us a lesson, Fez. Exactly right. And think about that game that San Francisco played against Seattle. If San Francisco had lost that game, could have gone either way. Then the spread against the Bears probably would have been five and a half. Or six, and with the same final score, San Francisco would have covered them. Guys, did we go to Sunday Night Football where it was the Seahawks taking care of the Chiefs, thirty-eight to thirty-one? Yeah. So, real quick, I, I one thing about the Steeler game, we obviously talked through the Steelers, is no more outdoor games for New Orleans, no matter what. Home field advantage through the playoffs, and oh by the way, Super Bowl will be there in a dome. They won't play another game outside the Saints this year, and in Seattle. I would make the following point, and I think this is a really good one. Kansas City has the best losses of any team in the NFL, and it's not even close. Here's their four losses. Which one is their worst loss? Kind of like, oh, they got beat by Iowa. You know that crap? They got beat by Purdue, Ohio State. Okay, what's the worst loss here? They lost against Seattle by seven that we just saw. And, okay, all right. By one, hosting the Chargers. By three, at the Rams. By three, at the Patriots. Wow. And the Seattle by seven was a little deceiving because that was a nip and tuck game the whole way. Yeah, and if you watch that game, I think you could make the argument that both teams, and especially both quarterbacks, played at a very high level. So literally the worst game 
of losses for Kansas City might have been last night when they went nip and tug in Seattle in a primetime game. I would actually argue their worst game was when they didn't cover against the Raiders coming off a bye week. No, that's a good point. If you would say, where did they underperform? Right. But if you still win the game, it's yes. hard to complain. But if you say, based on the, the worst loss, I think you're right, Jones, Agreed. for sure. But boy, they haven't had a bad loss, Kansas City. In just one minute, we're going to give you the Vegas perspective on LeBron James and the political turmoil. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's David Gascon. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we'll start things off in the National Football League. Adam Schefter reporting earlier today, the Seattle Seahawks have given head coach Pete Carroll a multi-year extension that will take him through 2021 when he's the ripe old age of 70 years of age. And several outlets are reporting right now the salary be just over $11 million per year. NFL Network reporting the Rams looking to hold out Todd Gurley for week number 17 because of his troubling knee. Philadelphia Eagles have activated wide receiver Mike Wallace from the injured reserve list. Tennessee Titans have placed Jarrell Casey on IR. He's done for the season with a sprained MCL. Redskins have waived safety DJ Swearinger and former NFL linebacker Matt Millen underwent successful heart transplant surgery today. Dropping down to the college ranks, Clemson head coach Dabo Swinney announced that the NCAA has informed him that junior defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence and two other players failed a drug test for performance-enhancing drugs. Suspension should be coming on down. If it is, Lawrence will be out. The college football playoff semifinal game is coming Saturday against Notre Dame. And one note in the NBA, Jazz guard Grayson Allen is in a walking boat, will not play tomorrow against the Portland Trailblazers. Jonas and fellas, back to you. Thanks, David. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have a special Christmas Eve edition of Best Bets right here on Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Also, Monday Night Football preview. Now, how powerful is TV? Would we, Denver Raiders, imagine if it was on a Sunday. It'd be like 4% of the country watching that baby. But we're all going to at least have it. A little background. You going to in-game bet it fast or you going to be with your family? That is up to the wife tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we got those best bets, or we got the best bets and the Monday night preview coming up. I want to take a minute about LeBron. Now, listen, I consider straight out of Vegas, this platform, 200 stations, coast to coast, iHeartRadio app, Sirius, XM, all that, right? Okay. Why? It's because the bosses said RJ knows what he's talking about. He tells a good story and he knows what he's talking about. Okay, great. But... I don't, I'm no political expert. I'm no uh, marginalized community expert, right? On one hand, you could say, well, I got blue eyes. I'm white. On the other hand, you could say, well, my dad was a coal miner, so I kind of understand Appalachia. No, nah, maybe I do, but I've got my own, own perspective. I certainly have far from a global perspective, right? And to me, the fun thing about Twitter, if you're a civilian, let's say, and you don't have to worry about your job, you know, if it's not job related, let's say the idea of having opinions. Hey, no one thinks your opinion means more than anyone else's. It's like a vote. Yeah. If you just look through your Twitter, you've decided who your feed, you've decided who you're going to follow and you're just, Oh, look, pro con, con, con pro they're voting on things in a way. Right. 
Okay, fine. But if you're on 200 stations, you have a platform that's coming from expertise. And I think it's so important. And I don't care which side you're on, left, right, middle, libertarian. I'm libertarian pretty much. I'm, I'm like, hey, do what you want if you don't hurt anyone. That, like, If you want to know my politics, it's that simple. All right. Beyond that, I might have some opinions, but they're not expert opinions. I think to use a platform you got because you're an expert in one thing to talk about something you're not an expert at only leads to trouble. And I think we've seen a lot of trouble. All that said, I want to talk abstractly about this LeBron thing because I think it's really not about LeBron, but it's about the platform itself that LeBron has. So, Jonas, if you just gave a 10-second recap specifically with the the uh, song lyric that was quoted, uh, I, I bet most people have heard about it, but can you just explain quickly the con- the uh, idea? Yeah, on LeBron James' Instagram account, he posted lyrics to a song which referenced Jewish money. And so some people took that as offensive to Jewish people. He has since apologized for it, and he took the post down. And Adam Silver and the NBA will not be punishing him for the commentary on his Instagram. So here's the question. One, if you quote a song and you don't say it yourself, obviously you're in a way, does an RT equal endorsement is kind of the question, a retweet. You're saying, oh, this is kind of something I want to shine some light on, but you're not, you didn't write it yourself, let's say. So you could say, yeah, that abstracts it a little bit, but not too much. He's pretty much saying I endorse this. Now imagine though, if that song had some offensive or some people believed offensive line that wasn't in the quote. Now, would have LeBron got in trouble or any big name for that? So you put out a quote that no one from a song that no one could have a problem with, but then like there's a, the, the GNR song one in a million, right? If you listen to that song, if I quoted, Hey, you're one in a million, baby, that's what you are. But then if you look long in that song, there's some really racially charged stuff in there. Like, would I be connected there? And I don't know, right? I don't think so. But it's just, to me, the real issue is if you say anything that isn't completely sanitized in this world, you're probably going to get a percentage of people that don't like it, right? You could say something pro-Trump and a lot of people aren't going to like that. You say something anti-Trump, a lot of people aren't going to like it. It doesn't matter what you say about Trump. There's going to be millions of people that don't like what you say. So to me, I'm so happy that I'm in a business where I don't have to say anything political to be profound. I'm trying to be profound about numbers. I'm not trying to be prof- and, and winning money and having a Vegas perspective on sports. I'm not trying to be profound about politics. But LeBron, and this is the old debate with Michael Jordan, LeBron is a political entity, right? Whereas Michael was like, hey, Republicans buy shoes too, But LeBron saying, I want to have a political influence because I have this big, big platform. To me, it's impossible to do that without offending some people. So in no way do I agree with what he, you know, what the quote was in this tweet or in this Instagram. But I do think it's interesting in this world. If you want to make a difference politically, you got to pretty much be ready to offend, you know, what, almost half the people every time. And some people embrace that, some people don't. But boy, that's an interesting statement. LeBron might have, you know, he obviously sent this. LeBron thinks about things he did. Now, the uproar got to be so much, he took it down. But he knew there was going to be a response. 
And his choice was, I'm okay with that because I got to make these statements. And again, if you agree with that one or not, it is interesting LeBron is willing to take such risks. When we come back, forget politics. Let's win some Monday money, Monday night football. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted, and it's money-making time next year on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. RJ Bell, we are straight out of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. It is a Christmas tradition, the NBA, a full slate of games. We're going to focus in on the 8 p.m. Eastern time tip between the Lakers and the Warriors, where right now Golden State is a nine-point favorite. Boy, this is a heck of a game here. Got LeBron, Fez. I think number one factor here, like any Laker game, like any Golden State game, is motivation. Absolutely. So the Lakers' motivation, LeBron James, some nights he kind of defers to his teammates. Kind of. Let's them take control. Maybe he'll score 15 or 18 points instead of 28. But when the spotlight's on and it's a big game, usually LeBron brings it. I think the Lakers and LeBron be maximum motivated. And also, though, Golden State's the same. They ebb and flow, too. Oh, absolutely. And you can see it with Golden State that they are really underperforming on a nightly basis because the effort they give even though they've got all this talent, that effort oftentimes is not there. But here, Christmas Day, Christmas night rather, I expect Golden State to bring maximum motivation. So, so well. both both teams playing hard. Yeah, to me, that sounds like a playoff type atmosphere. Increased intensity on defense. Do we look to go under, guys? You know something? It's interesting you said that. So the total in this game, total points two thirty five. Lakers, Golden State. And our assistant producer here in Vegas, Mackie, came through with a trend I've never seen. LeBron on. Uh, Christmas Day. He's played 12 games now in his career. Two of them have gone over. Ten have gone under. So when LeBron steps it up, the whole team does. And when intensity increases in the NBA, defense usually increases. Scoring goes down. So I actually like under 235 Lakers Golden State, Christmas Day. Going to take a look at Monday Night Football coming up here, but want to let you know that everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to-do you do today. Coming up in a little over an hour from now, it's Monday Night Football. Broncos at the Raiders, Denver, a two and a half point favorite. So Fez, getting to the end of the show. By the way, back Friday, guys, live Friday to get ready for the big weekend, college football playoffs, etc. I think this is all about motivation too. On the Denver side, questionable motivation tonight, even though it's Monday Night Football. Absolutely. This is a team that was 6-6 six and six and contending for the playoffs. Now they're 6-8. and eight. Vance Joseph, their head coach, being reported, it's very likely he'll be fired. I think there's a 90% plus chance he will be fired. The substitute teacher on Christmas Eve for the players. How hard are they going to play in this game? Yeah, because the theory is no one there to hold him accountable. Now, Elway obviously is probably going to still be there. He seems a little vindictive, so maybe. Now, on the other hand, you look at the Raiders. The Raiders had zero Pro Bowl players. I think that's something Gruden could use to motivate 
but also likely, very likely, the last game ever played in Oakland. So I know Gruden was talking about this all week. That seems like another motivator. So you can never tell for sure in the NFL. But personally, I think if it's coming down to motivation, Denver, I'm pessimistic about theirs. I'm optimistic about Oakland. I like the Raiders in this spot. Fez, what do you, would you think to bet this or what? Yeah, I like Oakland as well. You can still so get enough to bet it. Yeah, I bet it plus three, and that's where the betting markets have gone. The Sharps are taking the plus three. All right, so plus three from Fez. I like it too. Back on Friday, 6 o'clock Eastern. And we're brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. We are straight out of Vegas, 6 Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific on Friday. If you missed any of the podcast, you can find it on foxsportsradio.com. Straight out of Vegas! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.